Are you an adult with dyslexia? Are you longing for more in your life than the constant, relentless push and pull on your emotions that dyslexia can bring? What about those physical demands that require you to constantly shift gears, rethink? Can I do this? Well, my name is Hope, and I am your host. And I understand because I was diagnosed as an adult with dyslexia. And I often believed that I wasn't enough. Fear and shame were my constant companion. Until I met Christ, then everything changed. This podcast, Make Room for More, is devoted to encouraging and inspiring adults with dyslexia to make more room in their life for Christ. You will hear biblical truth that will uplift and challenge you to find a place for dyslexia in your life and let Christ take center stage of your life. Thank you for joining me. The Bible teaches us many things, but today while praying, I was reminded of the following. Number one, to daily make a choice to believe the truth regardless of how I may feel emotionally or physically. Number two, to focus on the truth. And number three, to reevaluate why I react to certain good and not so good events in my life and how these events play a vital role in moving me forward. In other words, I've learned that Isaiah 30, 21, which says, this is the way walk ye in it, Israel. I've also learned from reading and studying the Bible that it is critical that I trust and obey God's will and his way of advancement, keeping in mind there is a vast difference between how I would advance and how God would advance me, and that I must pay attention to which way I'm leaning and what I'm focusing on, that he will empower me to move forward courageously, trusting in him to supply all of my needs. For example, imagine you're walking with Jesus and you come to a fork in the road. If you go to the left, it represents following your own will. To go to the right is to walk in the will of God. So you weigh the pros and cons of each. You decide to surrender your will for the will of God and proceed on the right path. As you continue your journey, you are amazed at how beautiful life is. You've never seen such color, smelled such clean air. Everything looks vibrant and alive around you. You also notice that there aren't many people on this path. As you begin another day walking down the right path, you notice that the sky is growing dark and it's windy. Hoping in your mind that this will pass, you continue on. There is a strange silence today and you start to feel a little uncomfortable. It begins to rain and the wind is picking up. Now it's thundering so loud it's frightening. The lightning lights up the sky. You must find shelter. But it occurs to you that you are lost. You look back and nothing looks familiar. You don't know where you are and you don't know how long you've been walking. Wait, where is Jesus? You turn around frantically looking for Jesus. Where is he? Didn't we start out walking together this morning as we always do? You think to yourself, I chose his path. Now look what happened. I thought the way of advancement would be open to me by now. What's going on? You walk aimlessly, hoping the storm will soon ease and that you would find shelter for the night. Why did I take the right path? 
you scared, feeling abandoned and misled. Surely you misunderstood, for this isn't what you expected at all. You're frightened and tired and feeling desperate. You cry out to Jesus like the disciples did in the boat on the lake that night. Jesus, I'm lost, I'm cold, I'm wet, I'm afraid. Where are you? Why did you have me believe that the right path would lead me forward, advance me if I followed you? You said the way was open, that you would meet all my needs. Help me. You pour out your heart to the Lord, and at times you're hurling accusations at him. Then at other times you're pleading for his help. You eventually fall asleep and awake to the sunlight streaming through the trees. In the darkness you must have stumbled into a forest. The morning is quiet and beautiful, and as it was the day you decided to take the right path. But where am I? I'm still lost. You then remember the storm and how you felt so lost and abandoned. You remember how you yelled and screamed at the Lord. You accused him of some pretty horrible things. You feel ashamed. You remember his promise that the right path leads to advancement. And if you trusted and obeyed him, he would empower you to move forward courageously, trusting that he would supply all your needs. Well, last night, it was obvious that you didn't warrant advancement. You showed Jesus just how much you did not trust him. Therefore, you had no right to expect him to show you anything, let alone empower you to move forward in his grace. As you sit there wondering what to do, you bow your head again and you pour out your heart to the Lord. But this time, this time, you talk to him as a trusted friend. No accusations pass from your lips. Just regret, deep regret. You tell him how you allowed old lies you believed about him and yourself to take over your emotions during the storm. You know now that he hadn't abandoned you just because the storm came up. He hadn't abandoned you just because you lost sight of the right path. You recognize that he had been faithful, but that you had decided what being advanced meant. And when trouble came, you decided that the right path wasn't right for you. The day before, you had patted yourself on the back for giving up your will and choosing his, when you hadn't really given up anything, that you hadn't been open to his leading. You still fully intended to be in control. Last night, the storm made you aware how hopeless and fruitile it is to hold on to your pride and arrogance, believing you knew what was best for yourself. Lord, I took your path because I wanted the promise of advancement. Please forgive me for the horrible things I said and how I've treated you. The problem is I can't fix any of this. What I can do is try again to surrender my will, but this time surrender my will in your strength and not my own. I choose to trust your sovereignty and know that I am safe in your love. You never lost sight of me. I know that now. And even when I could not see you right beside me, the only danger I was ever in was entrusting in my own strength and wisdom to find my way to your promises. Now I know your plan to advance me was in the storm, the darkness that surrounded me. You had measured it all out. I was never left alone. There isn't anything like adversity to shed light on the path that is right there in front of you. 
You stand up and you walk out of the forest feeling guided by the light of truth. You know that God's way of advancement moving you forward is not your way, but it is the best way. This road you're traveling, there will be many more storms, dark days, mountains to climb, seas to cross, more days of wondering what Christ is doing, more days of putting your faithlessness on display while Jesus remains faithful. But as Jesus advances you, maturing your faith, stabilizing you, building your faith and confidence in him. You become determined to remain on the right path, the one that is less traveled, daily empowering you by his grace to move forward, growing more and more courageous, trusting in and obeying his word. You come to the conclusion that you are not alone, that all of your needs are being supplied by Christ, and walking today with your friend, the King, and you are not afraid. I share this short vignette today to illustrate the power of the gospel. I've come to the conclusion for myself that I have misunderstood for many years the plan that God has put together to save me. As people with dyslexia, we live with the hope of moving forward, of advancing. Yet at times, we are fearful to even believe it is possible. We treat dyslexia as a bad storm with no shelter. Jesus died to make our advancement possible. But what we must remember, Jesus advances us for only one purpose, to tell a dying world that he alone has the power to save, that he will keep his promise in return for those who have walked with him in obedience and righteousness. That's it. He gets to decide what our advancement look like. John 6, 38 and 40 says, For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. For this is the Father's will which has sent me, that of all which he has given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again in the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me that everyone which sees the Son and believes on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Jesus advances us to do his will. And it is in times of adversity that many of us learn the truth, that we haven't surrendered our will to him at all. We also learn that Jesus allows adversity to come to show us that he hasn't given up on us. And the choices we make today will strengthen us to make better choices tomorrow. God's plan to advance us is a perfect plan, a holy plan, a beautiful plan. Only if we trust him will we see this. Only when we trust him with our dyslexia and anything that that threatens to rob us of our peace, will he move us forward on the right path. A path that is not traveled by many, but a path that will someday lead us home. Thank you for tuning in each week to make room for more. If you would like to listen to archive shows, you may do so by going to www.makeroomformorepodcast.buzzsprout.com. Once again, thank you so very much for joining us and have a wonderful week.